0: Fuckers. How's it going, creeps and whores and thieves and dirty, dirty bastards, everyone and all of us all in together. We're all on the sinking ship. Huh? The fucking world is going down. It's the Titanic. We're all there. We're boozing, drinking shrimp cocktails, the cocktail kind, not the food kind. You know what I meant? So fuck off. We've ruined it already. This is our random podcast with me and Marquez. Episode 156. Oh Lord, above May Fourth, Fourth of May. If you're celebrating Fourth of May, may the Fourth be with you. Oh, that's it, Star Wars. If you're celebrating, I hope you're having a good day and you're gonna have some nice masturbation later, (laughs) because isn't that how it goes? If you're celebrating, you do a lot of masturbating. Those things go hand in hand. So genitals. And lot of masturbation. Those things go hand in hand. Oh, see? Very clever. Very clever. You got a tweet on air for free. For free! You saw the process that goes through my brain to think of a great joke. Sore genitals and masturbation. They go hand in hand. Is it funny? That's the question. Don't think so. Which is the answer. But, you know, in your head you think it's good. It's like a lot of things... You project in your head, it sounds lovely, it sounds wonderful, and then uh, you put it out there, you say it, you write it down, you don't know what you're doing, but you're fucking up, that's what you're doing, but you're taking a chance, and apparently according to all these shitty business books of life, you gotta take a chance, if you don't take a chance, you never win, you'll never succeed, well, it's so easy to talk that bullshit, even right now, there, I could sense, uh, I'm gonna try it, you could take a chance, if you don't take a chance, you never win, and if you never win, you're a loser, <laughs> See how easy that is, and you'd probably be like, "That's so true." If you never win, you're a loser. <laughs> That's so dumb. It makes sense. Well, no wonder those fuckers make so much money. If you never win, you're a loser. You loser. So go out there now and take a chance, and you might win, but you'll probably lose, and then you're a loser anyway What are we even talking about? The May the Fourth masturbation, the bad joke you got to put it out there. you got to roll the dice. you got to tip your hat. you got to throw your hand in the ring. you got to do all of this. This podcast won't make much sense, I feel. I'm heat overheated. I'm a heated, hot, sweaty boy. Sweaty boy. Oh, you sweaty boy. I'll never forget sweaty boy story. I'll tell it again in a sec, but my AC broke today, which is nice because it was 80 degrees or something. So it's about 79 degrees now in my apartment, and it's fucking hot as balls. Me balls. My head is the hot part, to be honest. The rest of me, my head is overheated. I can't think. I have currently I have the personality of a pamphlet. People look at me and they be like, "Wow, this guy's a deep, deep novel. This guy's a Tolstoy book." Well, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be wrong. Shockingly, you'd be wrong. You look at my stunning face, a beautiful hair, and be like, "Wow, this guy's got, this guy's got a lot going on." But really, I'm a human pamphlet. That's the depth of me. Um, there's not much happening. It's a little puddle of personality at best. Maybe if I'm silent or with an accent, I can hide it. I can. Disguises. I can distinguish myself in a bullshit manner because you'll say, "Wow, he's got just something about this guy," and you'd be wrong. <laughs> you'd have made the mistake of many people before you. Many people be like, "There's something up there now," and you will be like, oh, I wonder if I should invest time and check him out and see if I can figure it out." And let me tell you now, you'd be wrong. But then again, aren't we all wrong at times? And you know what they say. If you don't take a chance, then you'll never win. And if you never win, you're a loser. So uh, that's some nice business advice. The heat is kicking in. won't remember what I said two words ago. So that's handy. It's so annoying to my AC. Today is Tuesday. My AC broke on Sunday. No, today's fucking Monday. Jesus. Dumb. Anyway, my AC broke yesterday. The dude came today to fix it. Here's the thing. I kn- I've known nothing about ACs, but they at one time one broke, and I knew it was the compressor. Don't know what that means. Don't know what a compressor does. Don't know what it even looks like. You could hit me in the face 17 times with a compressor, and I'd be like, was that your dick? What were you hitting me with there? Was that a tit? And you'd be like, no, it's your AC compressor. And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Didn't know what it was, but keep, keep walloping the me away. Whatever gets you off, Father Joe. Um Like I knew it was that. It had to be that. And I haven't even done anything with um it's like if I had kids didn't have kids and they were crying I wouldn't know what it is. <laughs> I'd be like maybe he's hungry. Maybe he shat his pants. What is it? Ask the eighteen year old, is he hungry or did he shit himself? Um It'd be like if a woman was like, Ah, my vagina's bleeding, can you come over and help me? tools and i was like okay i think she needs a tampon but i showed up without any tampons the dude's fixing the ac this is a bad analogy but fixing the ac he just showed up with nothing spent an hour on the roof looking at it and then decided oh i gotta bring the compressor tomorrow i have that part so i just didn't bring it with me and it's like why did you even fucking come it's like the woman looking at me as she lies in the bathtub Bloody water (laughs) around her Cramps and pains Looking at me And I'm standing there with a screwdriver And nothing else An empty bag A screwdriver in a plastic bag That's all I did I brought it over I opened her up I looked inside and said Ah fuck Tampon That's what we needed That's what the dude did today With the fucking AC Came over with no compressor Just him and his thoughts Him and his hand and him and a little screwdriver in a plastic bag. And that's how he was going to fix it. And then my landlord said, oh, he's got to go get the party. He'll be back tomorrow. It's at his place. And I said, you don't fucking say. You don't say, a compressor. And now I got two fans and they're blowing hot air at me like people in hollywood talking you're gonna this is your year these are what the fans are doing they're blowing hot air in my face they're making me dizzy they're making me fucking delirious it's not that much fun um so that's w- no better no better time to do a podcast, no better time to jump on the old podcast through and say something that you never know, it might slip out, you might, fr- you might regret it, I'll probably forget it. I like to regret and then forget, that's how I like, that's the system we have over here in the household, you do a little forget and then you, then you regret. And then you'll have the personality of a human pamphlet, that's what happens to me. A lot of people in LA have that personality of a pamphlet, um it's a good word pamphlet probably not saying it right but you know you never know how you say anything these days you never know which way you're gonna go Um, but the heat is fucking I'm just dumb outside I went to get a coffee earlier an ant got on me the ant was on my chest somehow I'm itching I'm scratching the heat I'm like no here's the thing about America now Americans have given up (laughs) Americans now have they're bored with the pandemic they're over it. They're good to go. It's over. The sun is out. The heat. They deserve better. They deserve to do what they want. They're out there. They're about. Even in Ireland, the pubs are opening. They're closed until August 10th. That's June, July. That's at least two months. Um, No, that's three, isn't it? May, it's June. June, July. Uh, yeah, that's three. Well, dumb, dumb and dumb. Three months they're going to be shut for. And uh, Irish people are okay And if you don't know about Irish people We enjoy the pub We like going to the pub We like calivanting at the pub Nice little trip down to the local bar What can you do? Who can you get drunk with? Who can you get an old kiss off At the end of the night? Maybe early in the night You never know Whose husband? Whose wife are you kissing? Who's groping you up? Who's now smashing a bottle off your head? You never know And that's the beauty of the Irish pub And towards the end You'll all have a shot And you'll be like "Ah, sure, bygones, big bygones and next minute the wife's feeling up again, but now the husband's too drunk to know. And now you're making out, your neck, and you're shifting, <laughs> you're shifting outside the pub, in the cold August night air. It's always cold. You're shifting. We shouldn't be doing this, Terry. I know, Terry. <laughs> I don't even know. Have you heard the name Terry now? Would you think it's a man or a woman? I for wouldn't. I for one would not know. <laughs> I, f- I would not know Terry Terry shows up I'm like is it a man or is it a woman Who knows Yeah pubs are staying the shut then If there's stay, if we can do that in Ireland And now in LA But here's the thing People in America they're like no we're bored with it It's over let it, let it let it kill us They don't think it'll happen to them So I feel like that's why they don't care Um, And everywhere's opening up on Friday I don't know how And I don't know why Maybe I just, maybe I'm now part of Stockholm Stockholm Syndrome. I have that with the quarantine. Let's never end it. This is my personality now. This is how we live indoors, bored, slowly but surely, your brain's gone mental. It's dumb and down. Mine is dying. I feel myself getting dumber and dumber every day, just dumber and dumber. Trying to sit down to read a book, and I'm dumber and dumber. Um. But yeah, the AC, it's gone. So now I'm struggling. And now because of that, my brain is overheated. And now I see why these white Americans are getting upset. I feel like white Americans are the Karenins of the world. That doesn't really make as much sense. In my head, that sounded like a good one. That sounded like, oh, that's a good one. That's clever. And then you say it out loud and you'll be like, nah, it's a bit confusing. And not all white Americans are like that. But a lot of them are. it's usually white Americans who are freaking out. they like to freak over anything mildly inconvenienced You put them out a tad and they'll start freaking That's when they get <laughs> It's hilarious that white Americans freak over nothing and if like black Americans freak over something legit, they'll be killed. <laughs> they'll be shot down, but not the Karens, not the male and female Karens of the world. They'll be allowed to do what they want. And let go and run wild And now with my AC bust I'm beginning to be like Okay I'm going to be a Karen now I'm going to be a Karen Me and my I'm the human pamphlet That's what my personality is like I'm going to turn into a Karen And it's time to break free I hate this overheated brain of mine you would be like Ah I can't believe that dude Showed up and just did nothing What was he having sex with me Just showed up Fiddle away on his own and then leave me unsatisfied. You dirty whore. You dirty whore. I deserve better. I've been reading a Murakami book. Haruki Murakami. Who knows if that's how you pronounce it. If you're a book fan, you have to get into him. His books are savage. But they're also so fucking confusing. I I read, like, the first one I read was A Wild Sheep Chase. And then I read Dance, Dance, Dance. And the two of them, when I read them, my brain was perfect for them. And it was, oh, they were unreal. They're hard to describe, but they're so good. And I think that's how you describe a good book if you can't really describe what's good about it, but you're like, you just have to read it. That's all I can say about him. But now I'm reading the Wind Up Bird Chronicles, and I'm almost done. I'm probably like four fifths of the way through. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I still don't. Here's what I know what's going on a dude's cat ran away, then his wife ran away. And then he went (coughs) and sat down a well. I don't know what the fuck is happening besides that. And just as I think something's going to happen, some other fucking new random shit happens. Not even linked. This is why I know I was halfway through and I started getting pissed off at this book. (coughs) Because I was like, oh, this book is just going to have loose ends galore. This book is just going to end mid-word. And I'm going to be like, what the fuck was that about? Why is he jumping? Why is, that? <coughs> Why is the mark on his face? Why, who was the cat? What were those women? How did he buy the house? What is happening? Please. And then I'm going to have to Google it. And then I'm going to be like, okay, that was a good book, I suppose. I feel like this is what I figured out. Reading the Murakami book is, must be what it's like to have sex as a woman you're like confused during it you're like is this good i heard it was good i heard good stuff about this dude is he good though i can't figure out i'm confused and then it just ends and you're like you're and why you can't just end here i need i need more and it just ends and he disappears and there's no more and you're left unsatisfied and confused and you're like what the fuck i just have to finish it off myself so now you gotta go google it and you gotta be like what the fuck was that what was that was that a good move or a bad move <coughs> and then enough time goes by and you'll probably be like "Ah, oh, okay maybe that was good maybe we we'll give him another chance and then you read nothing and you're like ah for fuck's sake this one's even stranger I'm just going to be unsatisfied for the rest of my life. So if you're looking for a good book, go out there and buy him, a cammy. Tell him I was asking for him. Tell him he's, Tell him I sent him your way. Be like, oh, Mark sent us your way. You know Mark, he's, a, he's out there now on the streets. He's strolling around in his underwear because he's too hot. I saw a dude the other day, West Hollywood was getting back into the floor of things. I saw a guy walking up the street. He wasn't even wearing shorts. He was just wearing underpants and a t-shirt and shoes. And <coughs> he wasn't homeless either He was just a gay dude out for a walk They have no shame, it's great As a man with a lot of shame I'm envious to walk around like that I can't even walk around with my top off And I work out The shame To be like, Jesus, you're wearing no top in, in public <laughs> Is that? A, I feel like that's an Irish thing It's tough for Irish guys to walk around with their tops off No matter how they look The shame of it all Just put your top on Sweat Just like Jesus Jesus went through pain You deserve it too Go through pain Sweat it out Feel the burn Because you deserve it Like nails in the hand You deserve the pain And shame in your head And your heart And you can have some pain In your hand too Why? Because sore genitals And masturbation Go hand in hand (laughs) Dumbness, dumbness But we like the dumbness um, it, it makes you feel alive It makes you feel young it, it gives you hope that you're not wasting your life And then you die You die full of hope And ambiguous and ambivalent To the fact that you've been dumb And you wasted all your time And that's the hope and joy for us all I presume if you're listening to this You just want to die and not realize you wasted it all To the last moment And you take the last sip of air And you go, ah, oh, fuck <laughs> Ah, uh, Jesus, no Really, heck, ah, fuck, I should have done more I should have done more before I packed it all in But no, I didn't I watched, I rewatched Sopranos Even though it was worth it I rewatched it. I read a book called "Skippy Dies" three times. I kept reading uh, Haruki Murakami over and over, even though I was confused. And that's how I spent my life in complete confusion, and uh, putting things off and pretending it was "I'll I'll do it soon, I'll do it soon." And then you die, and then it's over, and you lived an uh, unsatisfactory life. <coughs> so that's the plan. If you're listening to this, put that on your vision board put that up there on your cardboard screwed in with a little uh, pin you want <laughs> i want to die in confusion maybe that's why those murakami books are so good so that like life it's confusing and you kind of go huh i'm trying to see what i'm going to get from this book and i still don't know probably lasts a lot of you now that i'm talking about books but so be it go fuck yourself <coughs> coughing because i'm dying dying because i'm alive I'm alive because my parents took a chance. And if you don't take a chance, you'll never win. And if you never win, you're a loser. Wow, what a great slogan. If I was a fucking... If I was some guy like Gary Vee or that fucking dude with the big hands or some other charlatan, I would use that. And I would make money off it. They'd be on my march, And it would sell out around the world. And would be like, take a chance. You'll never win. Or if you never win, you're a loser. I might get that tattooed to my back. Some poor woman sees it. She gets me naked. She takes off my top. She whips it off. And then she sees it in the mirror. Take a chance. She says, dear God, what is this? i would be like, I came up with that. <laughs> it's a quote of mine on my back. Oh, that'd be a great thing to do. If your whole body was covered in quotes of yourself. Body quotes. They're the only good tattoos that I that I want to hear. Self-quotations. If they're not self-quotations, then go fuck yourself, you human pamphlet. That's all you wear. Maybe that's why people get tattoos. They know they're a human pamphlet and they need more words in them. They need more pictures. They want to make their pamphlet a bit more interesting. Give it the appearance of being fucking having a bit of depth. And really, it's just the fucking scribbles on a pamphlet. That's all the tattoos there, especially in LA. You're walking around human pamphlets covered in scribbles. They're walking around in their underwear, just taking in the heat. (laughs) Just being fucking psychotic people. I keep seeing dudes out and about, especially grocery shopping, and they're like, they can't, they don't know how to wear masks. It's so bizarre. They're wearing masks like on their chin, barely covering their mouth and not covering their nose. And then they're talking to people working at the shop. A dude fucking took off a mask one time And he was coughed and then he put it back on I see people like fucking moving the masks To talk into people's faces And then they put it back on It's like, how what is going on? I wonder if they put on a condom Do they just put the balls in the condom? Little condom balls And then their dick is just normal Just no condom on the dick And they're like, safety for (laughs) safety first ladies the women's like is it on is like it's on baby i put it on properly too it's not inside out i guarantee you that who knows when a condom is inside out huh isn't that right fellas who knows that's a mystery of life is the condom inside out or am I upside down? You never know when you're putting on a condom What's happening here Oh, it's on And then the girl's like What kind of condoms this? It feels great It feels much better than usual Condoms As long as it feels like you don't have it on You're like, no, it's on It's just covering the balls You don't need to worry about the dick Because the dick is like the nose of the face You can't breathe in with it You can't breathe out with it She's like, okay Okay, that's, that makes sense Just out there Noses around them Spreading the germs, like the fucking weirdos they are. I saw people taking a walk today. This is so weird. If I wasn't so hot, I'd be more enthusiastic about it. But um, (laughs) it's two fuckers, just a couple, good-looking couple. Probably two sevens. Put them together, they're a good-looking couple. They weren't bad. They just looked like a boring good-looking couple. That's why I'm not giving them eights. Looked like they didn't have any personality. There were two human pamphlets walking around. Just two flyers, human flyers, basic information, no depth. Um, But they had two parrots, and they had leashes on the fucking parrots. And they were holding the leash, and then they were holding the parrots on their fingers. And they were walking along, chatting. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? And they were both doing it. Parrots on a leash, taking a walk chatting away no face max either just chatting away as you do with your old parrot and leash do you see people with cats on leashes it's everything everything goes here in west hollywood so you know <laughs> why the fuck why would you oh man people with birds as a pet that's the cruelest shit ever just let it go <laughs> let it go you fuckhead Imagine having a bird as a pet, and you live in a fucking studio. <laughs> the bird is just like God, kill me. The Bird is you're like why? Why does the bird? Why does uh? Why does Peter? Why does Peter? Peter the parrot keep trying to fly into the window. Is he trying to escape? Now Peter the parrot is trying to fly into the wall. Why is that? He keeps trying to fly into the wall. He keeps trying to fly into the fan. Is he trying to escape or what's he doing? Is like, Peter the Parrot is looking at you like, no, you fuck. I'm trying to die. Please, for the love of God, let me die. I'm sick of living in this studio. It's not even a studio. It's a bachelor. You don't even own a kitchen, Terry. You don't own a kitchen and you're a 42-year-old man. How does that make you feel, Terry? You still going to be an actor, Terry? You can't fucking act. What are you gonna do, Terry? I'm sick of it. I'm a parrot. I could be out there flying around on trees. Instead of stuck it in a bachelorette. A bachelor bachelor pad with you, Terry. I have to watch you masturbate every night. You think I like that, Terry? Do you think I like watching you masturbate? The pictures of your own cousin. <laughs> you think I like that, Terry? Like watching you masturbate to your own cousin wanking off. Tell him you love him, Terry. Tell him you love him for the love of God. Tell him you love him. You never know. Maybe he'll love you too. Maybe Jonathan will love you back, huh? Who cares if you're cousins? The world is ending, Terry. Just replace me with Jonathan. Let me, Peter the Parrot, go free and bring move Jonathan in here. Please Please Terry I'm begging you as a parrot As a parrot on a leash I'm sick of flying into the wall My head is killing me Terry Let me go let me fly And then Terry's just looking at you I mean like Peter Peter is so happy he's here (laughs) Like how do people with parrots as pets Justify it in their heads They must be abusive In a relationship If you have a parrot as a pet You must be like an abusive boyfriend, verbally, mentally, physically, probably not. But mentally and verbally, you're like, you'll never leave this cage. (laughs) You'll never leave this cage that you're in. You're in my cage now. You'll never leave. I'll brainwash you. We'll join Scientology. It'll be fun. You're my girlfriend now, and you'll never leave this cage. I have you on a leash. You're my parrot on a leash. And the poor girl is like this sweet little girl from kansas and she thinks you're nice and she makes you food and it's all great and she believes in you you she believes in you even though you don't own a kitchen (laughs) or a stove she believes in you and what have you done you've turned her into a parrot all i'm saying if you're listening to this together in your little bachelorette and make a run for it the doors open go fly away go leave terry alone fuck terry we always say that in this podcast why you always have to say fuck terry terrys are never good (laughs) sorry if you're listening terry but it's not my fault it's not my fault that you suck that you own a parrot on a leash you stroll around your underwear you're now bored with the pandemic you're over you're out there you're like to yourself i'm getting fat i'm getting fat in quarantine i can't do it i feel like we all need a friend in our life in our lives who will tell us honestly you're getting a bit too fat you must know you're getting fat but now you've got a bit too fat <laughs> if you have you need one of those friends in your life if you don't then you're fucked you're going to get fatter and fatter and people will be like no you look lovely you look lovely stunning stunning you will post a picture it's your big fat head i oh, look stunning stunning and then you'll die of cholesterol issues You'll have a heart attack and be like, why didn't anyone tell me? You'll be up in heaven flying around the parrots. You'll be like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you fucking tell me? you would be like, ah, oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Hurt the feelings. Tell me I got a bit too fat. Tell me I got fucking gowls in my face. Tell me I got rolling, rolling, my neck has rolls. My stomach has rolls. My arms has rolls. Tell me I'm a human butterball. Fill me in. I couldn't see. I was too busy eating. I couldn't see the truth. I knew there was a reason I didn't fit my jeans and no one would fucking tell me. You bastard, you you abusive bastard, Terry. And now I'm dead and you're looking down and Terry owns a parrot again. <laughs> Terry owns a parrot on a leash, a female parrot this time, Mary the parrot. Terry the human pamphlet is walking around with Mary the poor parrot. Mary the poor parrot is unmet. Unmet. <laughs> trying to figure out how to break free but the meth is kicking in and now they don't care I met someone recently um, it's it's unreal how many people in LA are on some sort of drug during the day and you don't know why my buddy was telling me a guy showed up at his work and he was looking for stuff at the work placements and he was like are you okay and he's like the dude was like no man I'm cracked out on meth I just need to get my stuff and go. And then he got his stuff and he drove home. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, that's why people can't drive in LA because they're on meth. That's a nice thing. Restaurant Xanax. But I met a girl recently, um, like passing and like we hooked up a few times before and she used to phone me before, like, it was a whole thing. It wasn't just a a one night thing, it was a whole thing. Uh, He just, like, just blew me up And all this stuff And um, saw her and she was just like I was like oh, how's it going <laughs> She was just looking at me And like hey And my buddy was there And I was like you don't remember me She was like have we met F- Like fully My buddy thinks she was lying But I was like nah She doesn't remember he's like, oh, and I was like, is she on drug? He's like, oh, she's probably on, oh, no, Adderall. Is that the one? He said, Adderall or Xanax. One of the ones that anyway, makes you forget everything. And I was like, that makes sense. I used to have to repeat stuff all the time to her. And like a crackhead, she'd be like, oh, I never knew that. And I'd be like, what the fuck? I told you that last time, crackhead. Crackhead Connie. <laughs> crackhead Connie, you doing crack again? Doing Adderall, you doing math? What are you doing, Connie? What are you doing? I wanted to say to that girl You don't remember You gave me a blowjob twice <laughs> Am I that unforgettable? And that's when I realised I'm a human pamphlet There's no depth to me There's nothing I blend into the wall Not even a memorable dick Nothing going for me I'm a puddle I'm a puddle I'm a piss puddle I'm a puddle of piss, huh? That's all I am. That's what I recognize. I now recognize this at least. I tip my hat to myself. And I recognize that I'm a fuddle of piss. Who tries to have some depth. And I try to read books. And it's, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's better off. Better off dying alone. Uh, reading books in this. Uh <laughs> would you prefer to die alone reading books? Or would you prefer to lose your dignity and like a girl? If you ever like someone and then you turn into the person you don't like you you're over overbearing you're hitting them up too much you're reaching, you're grabbing, you're reaching for the stairs, well, go read some Murakami books and you'll be you'll save your dignity, you'll be lost in confusion and you'll finally, if you're a man listening to this, you'll finally relate to women and how bad men are at sex, you'll finally realize how unsatisfied they must feel how they're reaching for more how they're left there in the bed searching for their dignity, waiting for you to fuck off so they can finish themselves off and be happy and then think about you in nicer terms (laughs) that's why i recommend murakami for everyone listening live with your dignity um and you'll be grand you won't have to (laughs) you won't have to freak out you won't have to fucking pretend to like overnight oats that's a new thing in america overnight oats and I seen them around And people are always like Here's the thing I'll tell people I eat porridge And they'll be like oh, I hear fucking Irish And Ah uh, yuck Have some fucking culture Eat something nice And you'll be like What the fuck you want about and Porridge is the shit And um, They'll be like Okay And then I found out Overnight oats oh, Is cold oatmeal Which is cold porridge And they think cold porridge Is the Is the height <laughs> of sophistication They think it's the height of high life, grand living. You're like, you're eating cold porridge, you fucking peasant. You don't even realize you're eating like a peasant. You think because they packaged it well, they got you. They got you, you human fucking pamphlet. Just here's what you do tomorrow. Make some porridge and then eat half of it. And then the next day, eat the second half. And then the second half is your overnight oats. (laughs) And you got fucking done. You got skived and you well-deserved because you don't deserve anything better, you dirty whore. Overpaying for the price of peasant food. Not mocking peasant food. I love porridge. I eat like a peasant. I am a peasant. But mentally, physically, whatever you want, physically... I thought I was keeping in shape in quarantine, but the, the urge, the will, maybe I'm getting fat, maybe I just don't have any trustworthy friends around, you're getting fat, then I have friends that work the opposite way, if you're getting in too good shape, they'll call me fat, that's a good sign, if my friends are calling me fat, I'm like, okay, it's all working out, the workouts are working out, we're doing well, be fat, you fat fuck. Let the fatness flow. So basically, I gave you one bit of advice. If someone calls you fat, it might be time to go you know, like, oh, start working out. But then again, if someone calls you fat, maybe the workouts are working and they're jealous. And now they're jealous of your six-pack. And they're upset that you're in better shape than them. So once again, what I'm telling you in this podcast is who fucking knows. Not me. You came to the wrong place for information, uh, insights, entertainment. None of that are on this podcast. No, this podcast is just words to send you to sleep. And then in the morning you wake up and you'll feel depressed. And you'll be like, why do I have this lingering cloud of depression over me? I thought I was a happy human. And you'll they'll, they'll go to therapy and the therapist will say... <coughs> what was the last thing you listened to before going to sleep? And you said, there was this Irish guy who's like a human parrot or some bullshit, and he was on about cold porridge, and I listened to him, and I woke up the next morning, and I was in a depression. And the therapist will say, okay, there we go, I think I see a correlation. I see uh, I see a little link, I see a little tread, I see a little uh, yellow path between the two and you gotta call <laughs> you gotta call that Irish fucking from your life and then you will hit me up and be like it's time for me to leave and I'll say I fully accept that it's time for us all to go we're out there get out there into the world out there out of the closet leave the closets. believe me in the beard I like the way the Pentagon <coughs> came out this week out the closet or last week and they were like oh aliens are real they came out there it was their big moment they admitted it UFOs the real dare thing And everyone was just like Ah we know We knew all along We know you've been sucking dick Or licking vagina Or whatever it is Teal do when they come out of the closet We know We know <laughs> We know Terry Terry we know Come on now Terry we know You had that one girlfriend who died But you know Terry The minute you bought the parrot We knew We knew there was something a bit queer about you Terry there we go you're out of the closet so congratulations you're out there in the world this Is it going to make a difference in anyone's life no you'll just realize that sex probably isn't as fun anymore now that it's out there in the open terry your your taboo is gone and now it's just plain old boring sex huh terry you fucked up <laughs> you fucked up i wonder if pedophiles <laughs> when they get old do they have to use viagra to keep going not to fuck kids we're not condoning that let it be stated on the podcast. We're not condoning that. But if do, <laughs> do they still need Viagra? It's a question hopefully none of us know the answer to. And none of us will ever find out. And that's something that I have hope for all of us. Some things you never want to know. A girl the other day, I heard her saying that she can't wait for quarantine to be open because her bush has never been as big. <laughs> I don't know why she doesn't shave it maybe she just waxes it maybe she can't get it shaved. sensitive skin who knows big bush she made it sound like it was just the top of the bush uh like she's wearing a toupee or a top hat wasn't the bottom part of the bush it was just the top like a skinny man with a big afro that's how i imagined it and um that's her main reason for wanting the quarantine to end so she can get the bush fixed And I suppose that's all the reasons really The Bush Jesus people in LA Or in America They're obsessed with their hair being okay I thought it was just women And their nails were freaking out But it's men Men need haircuts Women need to shave their vaginas Men are not going to shave their (coughs) Penises or scrotums uh, maybe they will, but they don't have to go and get them waxed, unless that's a thing of theirs. You never know what's a kink. A kink to you is a is a is a mystery to me. <laughs> that's that's what we say now in the parish. A kink to you is a mystery to me. Um, but if you're out there with a private, private parts and they're very bushy, you know, keep hope because it's going to be over soon. Americans are saying no more. They're um, they're giving up. They're giving up. They're going to rub one out and they're going to get out there in the world. Back to touching their genitals. Back to touching their eyes. I feel like rubbing your eyes feels better than an orgasm. Because if you rub your I- eyes, off oh, feels unreal. In the shower, rubbing your eyes, you could be away anywhere in the world, thinking about anyone, doing whatever you want. That's what that's what life is all about. It's great that you can have sex with someone and then think about anyone else that you want. You know, that's something nice. So thanks, thank God for that. Thanks God. You really give us that ability to think about to think about your ex-wife, thinking about your brother-in-law. You can think about anyone you want. And you're having sex with your husband or your wife or whoever you want, your brother. You know this is a non-judging <laughs> podcast. You do what you want now. Just do it in the comfort of your own home. Unless your own home doesn't have AC like mine, then it's an uncomfortable time. Then we don't want to talk about it. You're making us uncomfortable. You're overheating us mentally, physically. What if we enjoy it? What if you hear? Maybe that's why homophobes hate gay people so much. They're afraid to enjoy it. <laughs> what if they watch the porn and they were just like, "Oh shit, I'm turned on," and then they have to change their life, their wardrobe, their friends, where they go out boozing. It's a whole thing. They have to change their uh, their happiness levels. They're gonna be happy now. They used to be sad and angry, sad and angry, and always fighting, tree stumps. <laughs> I imagine homophobes punch trees a lot <laughs> They're just punching the trees Breaking up the bark And they're like Why am I fucking punching trees Why am I a without punching trees And then they'll find out Then the trees will be saved Sh- Saved And they'll be out there having sex with their, own, with their own kind So if that's you I hope this is the way now Go out there and rub your eyes And get back into the world Rubbing eyes is unreal, less shame You don't have the shame, but you have the pleasure And that's what you want, you want the pleasure without the shame Although without the taboo Is it as fun, you never know You never know until it's too late You can never get that taboo back And that's that's sad We'll never get the quarantine, we might get the quarantine back But you never know I just want to get out there I'd say women are happy, they're not being catcalled From home <laughs> Imagine if dudes just standing outside houses being like Go on show us your tits it must be tiring for women. being cat call all the time. I know. That's why my voice is always dry in this podcast from catcalling. It tires me out. So it must be tiring for women to listen to, you know. Their poor ears just listening to me, screaming at them. hair, hey love. Lovely fucking hair, love. I'm going to start. Here's a good compliment. I feel everyone can agree with this. The best compliment is to give me money. Give me money, and that's a good compliment. If you wanna compliment me well, I'll say this person knows me, give me money. That's my new way of catcalling. gonna start throwing money at people. Um, gonna hit up some strip clubs, but also do it on the streets. Just hand out some shillings, some pennies, some pence, some pounds. And uh it'll be a fun time. Everyone'll be happy, they'll be like, Here's a compliment. Money, there you go. And the women be like, Wow, this is such a nice change. I'm no longer tired. They'll be like, "Where'd you get the money?" I'll be like, "I stole it from my neighbor. He lives in the bachelor pad. He was saving up for a studio, but I stole all his money. Why? Because I'm a fucking bastard." And they'll be like, "Nice." Be like, "Stolen money." There's a taboo. Then they'll go home and they'll masturbate with the with the stolen pennies. That's what you want. You want some. You want money to come out of nowhere and to bestow happiness upon you. I got money. I sold a sex bomb today, and uh, the most I've sold a sex bomb for seven hundred and forty dollars sold a couple before, for about I think I made two grand one month selling sex poems. So I'm a I'm a full time poet now. You know I'm out there in the world being a poet, just living it up as a poet, uh, an erratic poet, 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 poetrist, poet. I need a better word than poet. I feel like a poet needs a he needs an extra something at the end to give it a grandeur. I'm a poet. I'm a I'm a poet here. I'm a puppeteer. I'm a poet here. No, still not us. I'm a poetophile. I'm a paedophile <laughs> and a poet. That's what you need. I'm a poetophile. I'm a human pamphlet poet. I'm just going to start telling people I'm a poet just to hide the fact that I'm a pamphlet. That's what you do, people. There's the lesson for today. If you're out there in the world and you need to dist- distract and detract and... Distinguish yourself from other people just, li- <laughs> just lie That's what people in LA do They lie all the time We all lie a bit <laughs> We all lie If you're out there I was just thinking There was one time I was doing an Irish radio interview And the dude was asking me what I was doing for money at the time And I was like Ah sure we'll figure it out I'll, I'll figure it out somehow It's expensive in LA but I'll figure it out Now I make money by doing Writing sex poems there's no comedy. I do booze on um which is fun. Or I'm on Zoom <coughs> boozing with my buddies. I did two, made some good laugh, made some money. Saturday was a good laugh. First one was two hours, Saturday was three hours. It's pretty long. But we would like good guests. If these guests run a talk show, it'd be a good talk show. I had Christalia, Michael Rappaport, Ian Edwards, Niall Horing came on at the end. Uh, I had other buddies pop in, comedy buddies, random people, people watching, people saying nothing, people creeping in the corners. But that's a good show. That's a top lineup. Top lineup. Uh, maybe that's my new thing now. I host a chat show. Booze on. It's a new talk show. So tune in every Saturday night until we die. it's a fair. It's a, fair, that's a good date. I feel like if you're on a date, that'd be a good date. Especially during this, you pay. You pay thirty, fifty if you're on a date. And then you get to come on and you get to be like, what the fuck is going on? And then that gives you something to talk about. Now you're dancing. Now the date is going to date two. Now you're having sober daytime, FaceTime sex. And <laughs> that's what you want in quarantine. That's a good natural progression. Come to my boozing session, watch us get drunk and make fools of ourselves, and then go have FaceTime sex. Now you're talking. But anyway, just do it after the Irish radio station. He hits me up sends me a message on facebook and he goes hey man heard the interview best of luck out there just want to say if you're ever stuck for money out in la you should start robbing people <laughs> and i was like what he's like just start stealing money off people i do it all the time <laughs> And he's like, "I right, go on, best of luck now. <laughs> he left it there like it was a, a genius idea. And I suppose in a way it was. You know, you got to steal something. I like to steal hope. <laughs> I like to steal hope off women. They'll hope that I'll be the man that they want me to be. And ultimately... I've stolen that hope, and they get nothing in return. They just get disappointment. Is that a fair trade? Probably not. No, probably not. If we were to say, if we were to be honest with ourselves, but you know, this is, uh, this isn't the real me now. This is only the the uh, the lack of AC talking. But yeah, steal some hope. Got there this week. Now steal some hope. Steal some money. Do what you want. Um, that's it. I'd say that's. It. that's that's it. That's the podcast. Now we got. We did it. We did a delirious podcast. Can't remember much. I said the word pamphlet a lot. I feel. Um, so that's about it. There we go. If you're right, hit me up. Tune in. Come along Saturday if you want. I'll do a booze on again this Saturday if you're listening. Tune in. You never know who's gonna pop on. The best talk show in the world. <laughs> um, hit me up on Instagram the marquise on twitter at trickadoo if you hit me up from a private profile send a picture so i can see who i'm talking to or else i probably won't respond sometimes i'll respond and then i realize they're private and i'm like what if i start flirting back with this person didn't know who it was and it turns out it's my mom my mom's just been nice i'm living in the quarantine i'm living in heat in more ways than one someone's been nice to me i think he's flirting i say something sexual back turns out it's my mom now i got to die <laughs> do you want that no so if you run a private profile hit me up with a photo at least and on that note goodbye go out there now and Be wary of every Terry you meet this week. If you're named Terry, then you you should stop listening. We no longer like Terry's here. Don't know why, but that's the rule. I did know two people in Ireland, Terry and Terry, they were married to each other, and they had a foxy kid. And I feel that's what happens when two Terry's meet. They make gingers. All right, goodbye. Good talk. Good talk. Good do. Go on. Good luck. Good do. Good talk. Good do. Good do.